This is the Go Remote Podcast with your host TJ Bowser, Chad Chrisman, and Big Johnny D. We have such sights to tell you. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. This is your host with the most, TJ Bowser, and joining me is my tag team partner, the Mid-South Maniac. This isn't even Jerk the Curtain. Doesn't what am need I, to be. What are we doing? Why are we here? We are at the Blairstown Friday the 13th Vengeance premiere event in Blairstown, New Jersey. It is awesome. There are so many people here. It's 68 degrees, mostly sunny, with no chance of rain, and, and, and it's beautiful. And it's supposed to be a full moon tonight, buddy. Oh, yeah. It's about to get crazy. So... Also, we got Peter Anthony. Hey, what's going on, man? And we got his lovely girlfriend. Kaylee, hi. Hello. So we also can see the Jason Brooks, Ruby and CJ Graham, uh, Tom McLaughlin, and Bugsy Hoffa. Is that his name? Yes. Bugsy Hoffa. Bugsy Hoffa. <laughs> we got lots of people. Uh, we just did the ribbon cutting ceremony with Arya Lehman cutting the ribbon. It's so surreal to be here. It's, it's really, really cool. Beautiful. How do you feel, Corey? Uh, I'm just glad to be here. I just got the plane, and damn, my arms are tired. <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand that. I had to drive four hours to get here, oh, but totally worth it. And you know, when I got here, I realized that every single person that stands before us, I've interviewed at some point. And I'm pretty sure they'd be happy to be interviewed again. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Especially by the host with the most. But... We will continue our coverage of the Blairstown Vengeance premiere as the night goes on, so stay tuned. I am here with Lipstick Legion at the Vengeance premiere. Say hello. Hello, hello. Happy Friday 13th, everyone. So you uh, got a plethora of masks here. <laughs> yeah. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good. We did. A, we had a great, successful day one yesterday. We met a lot of awesome people. Ari, Tom, Gotham, like really, really good, awesome people. That's awesome. Got a lot of people here today and a lot of people here just to show support for Vengeance and all the other films that are going to be dropping trailers here today. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. awesome. I can't wait, can't wait. Especially in Blairstown, too. Blairstown's really special to me. I've gotten engaged under the arches, so it's always nice to come back and sell my things and meet everyone. It's always nice to have you guys here. I go to a lot of conventions and I see you guys up here, and that's actually where I saw your stuff as Monster Mania earlier this year. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we'll catch you back up with you later. Yeah, tonight. thank you very much. Have fun. I am here with the Mad Cuban himself, Peter Anthony, at the Vengeance premiere. Hey, what's going on, man? So, uh, what are we doing here tonight, man? What the fuck aren't we doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Signing autographs, uh, meet and greet with CJ and Jason and Tom McLaughlin and Bugsy and Ari Lyman and Corey and you and uh, Don (laughs) Shell and everything. So it's just a a great, great event for the museum and the grand opening. We just cut the tape. It was awesome. It was was really awesome. Definitely a big event for Friday the 13th history. Yeah, huge. I'm glad you made it. Yeah, Yeah. man. Anything for Team Vengeance. It wouldn't have been the same without him. Got to cover the whole event, man. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, we'll catch up with you later tonight. And Definitely. We'll see where we can go from there. Thanks, man. Yes, we just finished the premiere number one of Friday the 13th Vengeance. And holy shit, Corey. Dude, holy shit. I, I, dude, is, it, it's cool to see it finalized all in one piece. Mm-hmm. And uh, But seeing it with everyone that was in there, you know, with CJ, with Tom, with Jason, everybody. I mean, it, that, was, that was really cool. So, it was I mean, extremely cool. Yes. So I'm excited, and there's 
you know, everyone's going to be gearing back up for the 8 o'clock showing. Um, I know people are probably waiting around. It's still uploading to Vimeo and YouTube yes. as of whatever time it is now, East Coast time. But uh, you got to give it some time, guys. It's it's worth the wait for sure. But we are out now, out and about amongst the street of Blairstown. There's Jasons everywhere. Oh, is it <laughs> up and down the street, left and right? And, and, bad, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and we're about to go get some food here. And uh, we will continue our coverage of the Friday the 13th Vengeance Blairstown premiere event. Catch you guys on the flip side. Hey, guys, what's up? I am here with Julia Valeni and Ray Hopper uh, at the Friday the 13th Vengeance premiere. Guys, what do you see? What do you feel? What's going on right now? Uh, there's some super good energy here right now. Uh, a lot of fans, uh, a lot of beer, a lot of happy faces. Yeah, so far it's really cool, a lot of people. Yep, um, it's really nice seeing the Friday the 13th community come together in the way that it has been. You know, we got people from Vengeance, from His Name is Jesus, from a bunch of places, so it's really cool to see everybody come together. It's it's really like the congregation of nerds when it comes to this. Like, from the corners of America, we've all come together to meet under the same you know mask, per se. It's, it's, it's really cool, especially we've seen the first uh, showing of Vengeance and the crowd reaction and stuff. And... What are you guys anticipating for the 8, 8 p.m. Uh, showing? What do you guys expect? What, what are you guys looking for whenever it comes to the 8 p.m. showing? I'm thinking that the energy is going to be a bit more. I think a lot of people, you know, get enough work. Um, from what I've been told, the 8 p.m. is more sold out than the 12 p.m. one, so mm -hmm. hoping for a lot more revved-up energy, and we have a lot of cast members here, so that should be pretty cool. Yeah, between the two of us, we were on set for 18 days, uh, but I haven't seen any of it all sewn together, so it, it's going to be neat to see the story. Absolutely. So... While I have you guys here, talk about the current status of uh, Snowfall. So we wrapped our filming for the short and the trailer, so that's done. So we're putting together, going to be released on November 11th, and we're wrapping up our first novel right now and looking towards a feature film, actually. Yeah, I wish you could give you some details about some of the people that are in the feature film because it is humongous. I'm, I've got goosebumps right now talking about oh, yeah. it. It's super exciting, yeah. That's awesome to hear. It, just from the, the moment that you guys started talking about it to like where we are now, it's it's just crazy that you guys made so much headway <laughs> yeah. just with this before the book's even out. Like, look at you guys go. It's it's awesome. We don't oh, sleep. Thank you. We don't sleep. No, <laughs> it's, it's don't. full steam ahead. And then talk about your new production company. <laughs> Valentine Productions. Yes, uh, we're actually looking at uh, moving into a bigger studio uh, and. Uh, yeah, that's that's super exciting. We've got uh, we've got contracts with people that uh, want to make some stuff for them uh, right away. Uh, so we're going to be shifting gears, going straight to production. Yep, we're really excited about it. So can't wait to get started and get back to filming. I think all the Gore and More fans out there are excited to see Valentine's Productions, especially Snowfall. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's great. The, pr the promo photos you guys put out are just out of this world. It's She's the artist and. Uh, Big thanks to Corey Kaufman and stuff for uh, for a lot of help on, on things like that too. Um, it's it's going to be super cool. We're all anticipating that release. It's definitely looking forward to it. Thank you. Well, guys, keeping up uh, with this Vengeance premiere and more interviews to come. Talk to you all later. What's up, guys? I am here with the Dave Brown from His Name Was Jason. That'd be me. That'd be him. We are here at the Blairstown Jason Fest event, and we got a lot of crazy stuff going on. Dave, talk about your film. What direction are you guys heading? Well, with this film, uh, as you know, um, we're going back in time. 1982, our movie takes place between the original and part two. 
um, and we're bringing the sack back. You know, we we've 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 seen the hockey mask done over and over, which is, I love. Don't get me wrong, but there was something more iconic to me in the part two, Jason, that I felt uh, I wanted to showcase all over again. And there was a great story I felt that could be told between parts one and two, and I'm filling in that gap. Absolutely. So when it came to do you play Jason in the film? I do. do? I do. Yeah, so, I am. I'm six foot five. Uh, I don't have the bulk, but um, thank God for padded suiting. I bought a padded suit, and uh, it builds me up. So I said, if this is my story, the one, and I'm not an actor by no means, but I watch the movies, and the mannerisms I have down is a mix of, of many different Jasons. And if it was a talking role, I'd fail horribly. But for the, uh, the, the, the scenes of Jason, I, I said, I'm going to take this on myself. So what inspired you to, to make this film and going forward? Um, I'm a horror buff uh, all my life. Uh, Friday the 13th, part one and two were my two favorite. I saw them back to back when I was between 10 and 12. I'm, I'm dating myself at a drive-in <laughs> movie theater. And it stuck to me and made it a very big impression. It was a double feature. And um, from there on, on uh, horror movies were always, you know, I was an 80s kid. I went to the video stores. I picked out my VHSs for the weekend. And I'd sit in my bedroom and I'd watch these horror movies. And I picked apart movies that I watched over and over so many times. And I always liked to create backstories. Absolutely. That was my favorite thing to do. And I said to myself, there's a story to be told to, between parts one and two. How was Jason living? Um, my, my thing was, I come from a small town in, in, in South Jersey, very similar to Blairstown, okay. uh, in the Pine Barrens, and very small. I said, what would a town react to if somebody did mass killings like Pamela Voorhees? How would it affect that town? And that's where my story is based on three individuals in their 40s, gentlemen, high school buddies. I wanted to know what their lives were like after what Pamela had did. And this focuses more character-based on these three actors excellent so when can we expect to release this film or yeah um we're gonna let vengeance and Voorhees and 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 any other ones that come out do their thing we're in full production right now we have another scene we're filming october 19th we're trying to get some fall foliage in it we are filming in a lot of the same locations as the original movie near blairstown new jersey we have a scene that we're filming in the diner we've got ron milky on board which you may know as played uh, officer dorf Okay. He is playing our sheriff in our oh, movie. Oh, yeah, get some alumni in exactly. there. Exactly. We wanted him on board. It only seemed suiting because he was in the original. Um, we're looking at Friday the 13th in November of 2020. Perfect. So are you guys going to run a second crowdfunding campaign in order we to get are. some We are. Um, it's been rough because uh, we've been on the coattails of the other fan films. So um, we know fans can't contribute to everything. But with the next footage that we make, we'll be with Ron Milky. We're going to get a very beefy trailer for you guys. And with that being said, we're hoping to get more crowdfunding with this trailer and make it a lot more substantial to see that we're serious. Awesome. So seeing that you're portraying the character that Steve Dash portrayed, what does Steve Dash mean to you? Oh, wow. Steve, I met Steve months before his passing, and he was very, very, very uh, sweet. And he was very um, encouraging to the film. And um, he's going to have a full dedication uh, on film to this. 
Um, his daughter, who I'm very close to, loves the story, loves the concept, loves that we're bringing the sack back, and his daughter has given us full encouragement, and she is supporting us 100%. So needless to say, um, his spirit isn't with me when I'm doing this, you know. So. Awesome. Uh, I have a, actually a tattoo of uh, Steve Dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. fan of part two, and I actually got the, the awesome opportunity to meet his family last year at Monster Mania. We were promoting vengeance and stuff like that. And they came in and showed us like this booklet of his entire career. And it's just amazing how much that man accomplished and how much he truly believed in that Jason character. Character, yeah. And you could see it every time he talked about it. He never got bored. He never got tired. And he was enthusiastic and, 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 and uplifted every time he talked about it. And when I told him about this movie that I had planned on doing and that I, too, was a fellow New Yorker, as he was. He was like, you know what, go for it, man. He goes, you being a New Yorker and a Jersey boy, he goes, you'll bring heart and character to the original Jason. Man, there's no better way to start a film that way, to have that blessing from... Yeah, from someone like like Steve Dash, for sure. For Absolutely, sure. man. But uh, you guys can... Uh, where can we find you? Uh, well, you can find me on... Um, his name was Jason on 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 on, on Facebook. You can, yep. We're promoting there very heavily. I'm also on Instagram. When you look us up, look at us up as uh, his name was Jason, a Friday the Thirteenth fan film, and on Instagram it's also as uh, his name was Jason, Friday the Thirteenth fan film. Awesome. So if you guys want to follow his name was Jason on Facebook, go ahead and do that. And as he said, there's going to be an upcoming Indiegogo campaign to help donate to the production of it. Hashtag Bring Back the Sack. Awesome. No, sir. Happy Friday the 13th, everybody. Enjoy Blairstown and enjoy everything that's to come of these fan films because Hollywood isn't doing it. It's up to us. Absolutely. So that's uh, it for the Gordon Podcast. Catch you on the flip side. TJ Bowser. What's up, guys? TJ from Gordon Once again, I am with Victor Dobro. Okay. And we finished the first premiere of Friday the 13th Vengeance. What did you think, buddy? Oh, man, it was awesome. Great fan film, a lot of uh, Easter eggs. It's m more than a fan film, really. Had kills. I, I don't want to give stuff away for people that haven't seen it, but the kills, the plot, the storyline, uh, you know, the guest appearances, man, it was awesome. It was probably it was, it was what I was hoping for. And then I saw my name in the end credits. That's always great. <laughs> I mean, so did it feel like a Friday film to you? Yeah, I would definitely rank it up there. I mean, I, you know, just like Never Hike Alone, but this, this is a whole lot more. So I definitely rank it in the top, in the top tier of those movies. I would say that, yeah, definitely in the top. So, what was your favorite scene from Vengeance? Uh, I, you know, there's so many. Um, I like I like Peter Anthony, who's playing a prisoner. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, he did a great job. Uh, Steve Dash, really. I mean, every every sentence that came out, every word, you know, I just hung hung on to it. And uh, I, I'd say, even though his parts, you know. So I guess some could say they were important parts, yes. but I, I would say like just everything that he was on screen, and and, and the the guys, the actors, and the uh, the actresses, the people that I know watching them, it was really exciting to see them perform too. Awesome. So, how did you feel about the inclusion of the Necronomicon into the Friday franchise in this film, other than Jason goes to hell, of course? For uh, for me, um, I was never a big fan of it. But I get it, and I get how it helps, especially with the Jason Goes to Hell and going forward. It helps with a lot of fan theories. It helps in, in that aspect. Uh, I don't say I, I didn't I didn't like it, um, but I'm more traditional. But it does explain a lot of things in the movie if you go along with that. And, and I like how the movie 
pays homage uh, to the films before it and after it, technically, which is yeah. kind of hard to do, but they, they pulled it off in, in, one, uh, in one line in the uh, scripts. So how do you feel about the retcon scenes where we went back and kind of filled in the gaps that you guys, you know, been questioning for years, but hell, we'll, we'll provide a backstory for that. You know, so I, I just know of one in particular, yes. and it, there, there might have been a few others, but I remember maybe it was a sneak peek or pro one of the exclusive clips where they showed something from part one, and then I went back and watched part one, and I said, um, this is almost, you know, cut for cut, or, you know, screen, you know, it's almost like a mirror image. And when I saw that, and then I saw it again play today, I said, okay, I see what they're doing. And then I was still shocked. <laughs> I thought they were just going to just show a little bit of back and like, okay, this is a little bit of filler, but it's cool. And what they added in it, for fans that haven't seen it, 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 it actually says a lot about the movie and like I said going going backwards and forward with the with the franchise is pretty cool. So, how do you feel about the Elias Voorhees character? Uh, you know, I think it's awesome. I really didn't know much about it and I didn't know that route until like maybe honestly just the last couple years and then I heard a few people talk about it, fan speculation, I heard about how it was going to be an impossible script and then uh, with the I guess the writer director Tommy McLaughlin and then I heard a little bit about from him, um, um, Elias himself, uh, C.J. Graham. Hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> and when he, when he dropped that bomb on me, I did a little bit of research, and I said, okay, I can go this route. And, and sure enough, I, I think they really pulled it off. I, I like it. It definitely adds a lot. It, it, it adds a lot for the fans that have never been a part uh, or have never seen what they wanted to see on screen yet, and, and they Absolutely. finally get to see that stuff. It adds like a backstory to a franchise that we already love and fills yeah. in all those gaps that we – we really need filled in at this point, you know? Yeah, and definitely. And if you didn't know that uh, Elias was supposed to be in Jason Goes to Hell originally, yeah. as Jason's brother, I think, even. That's what Adam yeah. Marcus said. But it's just crazy to see yeah. that a deleted scene from part six made its way into a film. It's, yeah. And then they took that and expanded on it and created a feature out of it. Yeah, you know, I guess if you go to enough of these conventions and you talk to enough of the people involved in the films, including the actors and just the, the fans... They'll let you know what was missing out yeah. of the other ones. They'll tell you what they loved and what's what's missing. And if, if you're a, you know a fan director, you, if you want to make these movies, um, you know you listen what's out there and you can introduce these things. And, and Vengeance did a great job. They they did a couple different angles. I'm still trying to think about <laughs> how how this all works yeah. myself. But I mean it, it's cool. And you know you know I don't want to give any end, you know endings and plot away and stuff like that. But some of the stuff is really cool to even. To sit back and think about it. It definitely makes you think. You know, it's not the, it's not what you expect, but you're getting what you hope for too. <laughs> Absolutely. So, final question, my man. What is your favorite kill in Friday the Thirteenth Vengeance? Oh, there's oh. a lot. There's a lot. Man, I don't know. There's there's so many. I mean, you got there's so many different groups of people. Um, I would say there's one uh, where uh, a prisoner gets hacked. In half. Yeah. I guess we can give that part away because there's a lot of prisons. away. Yeah, you see like half the, half the body. There, there's another one where you see like a, a like a nude torso, but the back of a head. Yeah. You see the front of a, of a of a female torso, but then you see the back of a head. Yeah. So then you're trying to wonder like, okay, so there are a couple where uh, in, in in Bugsy. Yeah. Bugsy dude. with half his head gone, and and the crowd erupted for that one. There were a few kills where the the crowd really really uh you know you you could hear from him but uh you know bugsy was a great actor in it you know i, I was watching his character and when you see half his half his head get sliced yeah. off in the manner it does it's pretty cool so special effects 
you know, and then and then the uh, heck, even the Jason Brooks uh, hobo yeah, kill, Lewis, <laughs> Lewis, whatever his name is, that was freaking awesome. He did a great job with with, with Lewis. I mean, she must put a tampon in with a Nerf gun. <laughs> yeah, all his all his lines are great. His his kill was great. Um, so yeah, I mean that's you got at least three or four. I like that they use different tools. Mm-hmm. I like that that when you thought somebody was definitely dead, you find out well like, they're still breathing. Yeah. I don't know how how much longer, but you got some people that might be surviving. You got some people that might be uh, not expiring immediately. Yeah. So and then, suffering a little bit. And then you got other ones where where, where Jason's going to continue to uh, slash until he knows somebody's dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, man, for doing this yeah, interview no with us. Uh, Appreciate it. And for all you Gore More listeners out there, enjoy. And we'll get back to you very soon. Well, my tro- I recently worked with Lloyd Kaufman last summer on Shakespeare's Shitstorm, uh, where I play like a uh, party animal type character. Okay. And, um, and also Lloyd will be popping up in my upcoming feature, Attack of the Killer Chickens, the movie, which o- actually opened up Troma Dance, I think, two summers ago. Lloyd really liked the movie. You know, it's a little reminiscent maybe of Poultrygeist, which I haven't seen, actually, believe it or not. Um, but it, but we, he had zombie chickens, and Attack of the Killer Chickens, the movie, is actually chickens from outer space. <laughs> awesome. So what was it like to work with a legendary Lloyd Kaufman? Well, Lloyd's a really cool guy. That was my first time being in a Lloyd movie, but Lloyd and I have acted together in, I think, about 10 films where we both did cameos. Um, the first film that Lloyd and I worked together on was I Spill Your Guts, which is James Balsamo films. Uh, Deborah Sean is also in that movie. And that was my first time working with Lloyd. And then one of my favorite films that Lloyd and I are both in is Apocalypse Kiss. Lloyd become, is the president of the United States. Yep. And I am a pregnant hippie working at a cafe. I give, <laughs> I give birth in the movie. <laughs> it's actually very dramatic roles for both Lloyd and I. It's, and I think we both really rise to the occasion. I think we both enjoyed working on that movie. That's Apocalypse Kiss, which is on Amazon Prime. And then we're in probably like, I think, you know, nine, ten other movies, too. If you look on IMDb, where Lloyd and I are both in them, like, uh, what was it, uh, Shakes, uh, Sheriff Tom versus the Zombies, and a whole bunch of other movies that uh, Lloyd and I have ended up in, including Attack of the Killer Chickens, the movie. <laughs> awesome. So uh, any future projects that you're working on with him? What am I working on with Lloyd coming up? Not that I know of, okay. but I am directing Attack of the Killer Chickens, the movie, which Lloyd is in, David Nolan's in, John Dugan's in, Artie Pasquale from The Sopranos, a um, whole bunch of other really cool people. So, and Lloyd is part of that project. And then look for Lloyd's upcoming release, Shakespeare's Shitstorm, which is based on The Tempest. It's kind of like an unofficial follow-up to uh, Tromeo and Juliet. Oh, okay. And I pop up in that as well. So Hell yeah. That was fun. Well, thank you for the interview. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you later. Rakim. J.H. Lawrence. Absolutely. So, friends with him on Facebook. Uh, so how'd you feel about Vengeance, bro? Yeah, what's going on, everybody? I like Vengeance. It was well put together. The kill count was very well. Um, what else can I say about it? It made me feel at home. It made me feel like it was part of the series. It didn't feel like a fan film. It felt like it was part of the series. It, it feels like like if I had to rate it like in an order, not on the best movie, I think it fits in right after part six. Absolutely, man. So what was your favorite kill in the film? Oh, man. There was some good kills in there. Um, 
Homeboy with the axe. Yeah. Homeboy with the bat, I mean. Homeboy with the bat. Uh, Bugsy. Bugsy? Shit. Bugsy got, I don't even want to give it away, but Bugsy caught a bad one, man. <laughs> Bugsy drank too much in that movie. He caught a bad one, man. So uh, how did you feel about Jason Brooks playing uh, Jason in this film? Well, I've been speaking to Jason Brooks online for a while, man, and I came out to support him. Check it out. He did a hell of a fucking job. Krista. 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 Come on over Yeah, so go ahead. Keep going. So, um... The kill count's like way over 30 for this film. Yeah, I, th I, I, think he, I think they killed about 34 people, maybe. Yeah. I tried to keep up with Highest it. Highest in the franchise, my man. Yeah, it was too high, too much. It was like way too much. So aside from Jason Voorhees, what was your favorite character in the film? His father. Elias, okay. Elias Voorhees was very touching. Now, how, did, uh, how do you think that C.J. Graham's portrayal of Elias differs from his portrayal of Jason? Well, you can see a big difference. C.J. Graham, um, he killed it in this part, man. If, if, if I got to put it in them words, he killed it. He did a good job. Absolutely. It just brought, like, this level of intensity to the character that nobody else could, you know? Yeah, it was the, it was the intensity of the character. He also was very active in the movie. He wasn't, like, in one or two scenes. Mm -hmm. Like, he was a big major part of the movies, and I like that. That really um, brought out the movie more. Absolutely. Rather than to see a Jason kill. Absolutely. So uh, talk about a little bit about your films and some uh, projects that you have going moving forward. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, y'all know I'm Rakeem J. Lawrence, www.scaredstifffilms.com. Um, VHS films, correct? And, and also VHS horror films. That's my production company. Um, I got a movie out right now called The Date. And I got a movie called Sinners Out. You can get that at my website, www.scaredstifffilms.com. Um, I got two new movies coming out next year, Hell Time Stories. It's my horror anthology, four stories in one movie. Also, Second Chance is going to be a, a movie on its own. Awesome. I've seen some uh, behind-the-scenes stuff of Second Chance moving yeah. as you guys done production and stuff. It looks great, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we work very hard. Big budget movie. Um... It's coming out next October, both movies. So what made you want to get into the, the VHS market, and more importantly, the, the kind of retro-style films? See, I was born in the 70s, and okay. I grew up seeing a third of these legendary films, these 80s legendary films that we watch of, that everybody's idolizing mm -hmm. of today. I've seen a third of them in the movies. Also, the ones I didn't see, I saw on VHS. I went to the mom and pop's video stores. Um, I used to rent these movies, and the way I judge the movies is on the artwork, so that always caught my eye. I realized how important artwork was um, when it comes to your movies. It, 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 like, it draws the people in. Sometimes the artwork can actually save your movie if you have a bad movie. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, thank you for uh, joining us. Oh, definitely. I appreciate definitely. it. And, uh, we'll be hitting you up later on social media. Anybody that... Uh, was listening in, follow www.scaredstifffilms.com. Scaredstifffilms.com. And support that. Uh, YouTube is SS Movie Network. Okay, go follow that and uh, follow Jimmy and his free sure endeavors. What's up, guys? And I am here with the lovely Tisa Wicked. Hello. And the beautiful Julie Ashley. 
Hello. We are here at the Friday 13th Vengeance premiere event, and we are waiting for the 8 p.m. showing. Girls, what do you think? I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. Seeing a lot of cool, like, vendors, the museum. We just got here, and I'm super pumped. I see C.J. Graham, who's one of my favorites. I saw him as I was pulling in. I was like, oh, I know we're in the right spot. I see C.J. Graham. So I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I think it's a cool spot, cool area, a little downtown, cute little shop thing going on here. I'm excited. I'm ready for the movie. Hey, you out there. Hey, listener. Take a look at yourself. Want to know why you look like shit? Because you aren't wearing Dubak merch. Take your ugly ass over to dobackdiscussion.net and click on the merch tab. Pick up some hot fucking swag, then you can become a sexual Tyrannosaurus, just like us. <laughs> Creepy girls, do you like spooky things in horror movies? Then Cabin 13 has the stuff for you! Check out their selection of horror-themed props, pins, busts, action figures, collectibles, and more! You can find them on Facebook and Instagram! Be sure to visit Cabin13.com and buy something, or I'll kill you! Marcio Charlie's Horror Costume Studios. Premium hand-sculpted latex masks, butts, and hoods. Everything is handmade and painted by Marcio himself. Be sure to check out his wide-ranging selection of products over at Facebook and Instagram at Horror Costume Studios.